I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Welcome back, everybody. Final segment of Inside Sources today. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us on a Thursday. Tomorrow is Friday. It's a good day. And uh, a lot continues to go on in Washington, D.C., and uh, we're continuing to cover that. Uh, The House is expected to vote uh, on their version of the budget deal uh, coming up here shortly. And we're starting to get more reaction uh, coming out of the Senate. Uh, We reported on uh, Wednesday before we uh, took off for the Pioneer Day holiday that uh, in the Senate, uh, Pat Leahy, uh, Democrat, liberal Democrat, uh, was the first to come out uh, against the budget deal. Said that we shouldn't be spending that recklessly and uh, having an uncapped uh, debt ceiling until uh, July 31st of 2021 uh, is almost comical in my book. Uh, that w- I mean, how could you how could you justify that to anybody to say, hey, we're just going to remove your debt limit or your spending cap uh, for almost two years? Uh, that just uh, doesn't fly. Doesn't work. And uh, so there is going to be some clear opposition uh, to that. And uh, very pleased to be joined last minute. Uh, We appreciate Senator Mitt Romney joining us. Uh, Senator, how are you today? I'm great, Boyd. Thanks for uh, uh, letting me join you. Um, Happy one day after Pioneer Day, by the way. Exactly. We're calling it Second Monday. It sort of feels like we're (laughs) we're back to Monday after the Pioneer Day holiday. I know you've got Taste of Utah going on there. Uh, in Washington today as well, which is a, a great feature of all things Utah. Uh, you just uh, put out a, a statement uh, regarding the the vote. Obviously, the vote's happening in the, the House in terms of the new uh, deal, in terms of the debt, deficit, and spending. Uh, give us your, uh, your take on that. Well, you know, when I was campaigning, I made it very clear that priority one for me was to finally tackle the excessive spending in Washington, the scale of our deficit, and the amount of national debt we have. And um, uh, the White House and the Democrats have worked out a deal, but unfortunately it it raises dramatically the amount of debt the country would have. It raises the amount of debt by some $2.5 trillion over the next 10 years. And um, I, I just feel that's something I can't support. And I know there's a lot of work that's gone into that deal. Um, it, we do, uh, in the additional funding, provide for military readiness, which uh, it has been badly lacking uh, under the prior administration. So there are good things in it. 
But uh, we're going to have to do a better job at seeing if we can't wrestle this extraordinary deficit down back down to earth. Yeah, I, I found it really uh, extraordinary that uh, they they didn't really even have a a battle in terms of raising the debt ceiling by a few trillion or several trillion. It was just we're just going to eliminate the debt ceiling, uh, suspend it until July thirty first of twenty twenty one. You've you've run a lot of business organizations. Uh, can anyone function in that scenario? Well, you know, we keep on borrowing and borrowing. And, um, you know, I think, Boyd, that the world will continue to loan us money uh, because the dollar is the reserve currency of the world. Other countries have to have dollars. Uh, wealthy people who have a lot of money don't know where to put it. And so they'll buy some dollars. Buy, they'll buy effectively our treasury bills and our bonds. And and so they'll keep loaning us money, but the interest gets to be a problem. And and you know we spent about three hundred billion dollars on interest last year, and at some point we'll be spending more on interest than we spend on our military. And you know in a world as dangerous as our world is, that would be a very dangerous thing. So I'm I'm uh, you know I'm going to be one of those that's going to work hard to see if we can't uh, reform some of our uh, if you will mandatory spending, our entitlement programs. Not for current retirees or people that depend on them today, but for the next generation, we need to come up with a deal that's actually affordable. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was interesting that uh, Liberal Senator Pat Leahy from Vermont came out uh, very quickly and and very strongly against this uh, spending bill. Uh, again, I think for some of the very same reasons that uh, that you have pointed out, Senator, that it, this just isn't sustainable. As our military leaders have often said, this is the number one threat to the security of the country. It's a it's a real challenge, uh, and I don't fault the White House. Uh, the, the president uh, has has worked hard to get something done here, uh, but um, our, our Democrat friends insist that if there's going to be any uh, increase in uh, funding for our military, that they want to see more money going into domestic programs, and so the deal gets cut between the two, where we just keep on spending more and more, uh, even though we're, we're building bigger and bigger deficits. And I hope people understand just how big this is. I mean, we spend about four trillion dollars as a country, and and we only take in in taxes three trillion. So we're we're spending a whole extra trillion more than the three trillion we take in, and that this this can't go on forever without burdening ourselves and coming generations with huge debts and uh, and massive interest payments. Yeah, if you're just joining us, we have uh, Utah Senator Mitt Romney on the line. And, Senator, I know you've got to uh, cut away here quickly. Uh, just wanted to get one last question in with you as it relates to the, the Utah model. You're going to an event that uh, features Utah and Utah products. Uh, you've also touted regularly the, the Utah model when it comes to fiscal responsibility. Uh, what, can, what can Washington learn from the way things are done here in the state of Utah? Well, you know, in Utah, our legislators and governor uh, insist that we're going to balance the budget every year. And that makes an awful lot of sense. Uh, and, and in Washington, people have figured out, well, we can borrow money from other countries and from wealthy people. Well, they'll loan us money, and, and so we don't have to balance the books. Well, you know, you can do that for a while, but at some point, that gets to be a real burden. And um, I think we have to let people here in Washington know that we can't keep on going on spending massively more than we take in. And we're going to have to reform some of our spending programs, particularly the automatic spending programs, if uh, if we're going to get ourselves into balance. And, and by the way, I, I know that one of the best things we can do is to have an economy that's so strong and growing so fast 
that uh, that we're able to uh, to start paying back some of this debt. I'm hopeful that we can not only uh, stop the excess of spending, but we can pay back some of the debt that's been borrowed in the past. All right. Uh, Mitt Romney, senator from the great state of Utah, joining us uh, today. We appreciate your uh, your insight there. And I think you've you've pointed out that uh, that this is where you, you can't get twenty one trillion in debt uh, through conflict. This is this is unfortunately where a lot of collusion has happened uh, with earmarks and such over the last uh, several decades. And uh, it's time to bring that that house in order once and for all. We'll do our very best. I'll, I'll tell you, I'm I'm one of a hundred. I, I rank number ninety-seven in terms of tenure, <laughs> uh, but I'm swinging as hard as I can, and uh, hopefully, we'll see if we can't make some of the reforms that would be needed uh, to rein in the spending. And, and, and until then, we're, we're going to have a great taste of Utah Day today here in Washington D.C. There's some twenty different uh, companies that have come bringing food products from Utah to serve to senators and all the staff here in Capitol Hill. Uh, I have in front of me a donut shaped like the state. Of Utah with a chocolate frosting on top and a little bumblebee on top. So a uh, candy nice. bumblebee that is. So we're <laughs> this is Utah Day. So hopefully some Utah lessons will sink into the country, uh, the capital as well. All right, fantastic, Senator Mitt Romney. Thanks so much for joining us on Inside Sources today. Appreciate it. Thanks, Boyd. Bye bye. All right, that's Senator Mitt Romney. A I'm going to have to get Jeff Kaplan to weigh in on this. A Utah shaped donut. What do you think? He said chocolate, right? Chocolate. It's Washington. Yep. Eat it before it melts. Okay. That's what I think. <laughs> That's right. Uh, and, I, and I will point out this uh, Taste of Utah Day, uh, which was started by Senator Lee uh, years ago, uh, is really a cool thing in Washington, D.C., and everyone looks forward to it. You have all of these products from the great state of Utah out there, uh, and everyone comes. The senators from both political parties show up for this thing. Uh, staff from both sides of the aisle come. It, it's really a great showcase, and, and they always try to do it right around the 24th of July. Of course. And, but, you know, I went through the list of items that were going to be there. No jello. No funeral potatoes. Now, Jello is done, very important. Jello is done every Wednesday at 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time in Senator Mike Lee's office. Jello with the Senator every Wednesday. If you're ever in Washington, D.C., on a Wednesday, 3.30, go to Senator Lee's office, Jello with the Senator. Really? It's a real thing. Uh, a lot of the senators have uh, coffee with the senator and so on, and obviously Senator Lee's not a coffee drinker. And uh, so they started, uh, even back before I became chief of staff, they had started Jello Wednesday. And constituents, anybody who's in Washington, D.C., can show up, get a picture with the senator, chat with the senator, and have some. It's only green Jello, no vegetables allowed. The senator is a no vegetable guy when it comes to, to Jello. No rotation, red, white, blue? Uh, occasionally, occasionally we'll do red, white, and blue for holidays, and uh, occasionally a red for Valentine's Day. So they'll mix it up a little bit. But this, this is Utah. We can talk green. all day about that, the Jello. That's right. <laughs> it's the green Jello thing. All right, Jeff Kaplan's going to be joining you here in just a couple of minutes to safely guide you home with all the news, traffic, insight, and information you need to get through your commute and get home a little smarter than when you started. All right, uh, as we come full circle on a very busy day here on Inside Sources, uh, we've obviously plowed a lot of ground in, around, through, under, and over the Mueller investigation, and I hope we don't have to talk about it again anytime soon, but I suspect we will as that debate will continue to roll on. Uh, but to me, the the really important takeaways from today is that as as citizens, we've got to get into what I call the balls and strikes brigade. Uh, no more just blanket loyalty to political party. No blanket loyalty to any politician, wherever they fall on the political spectrum. 
call balls and strikes as a voter, as a citizen. If someone's doing the right thing, applaud it, support it, help it, aid it, move it forward. And when they're wrong, call them out, make sure there's transparency, and above all, that there's accountability. Because while we often complain about politicians, we reelect them. 94% of incumbents win reelection. That's a we the people problem, a we the people issue. So we've got to get uh, back to that. That's the ultimate takeaway from today. All right. Uh, as we get ready to pass the baton, are you ready for the baton, Mr. Jeff? I'm jogging toward you. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Kaplan is ready to uh, to get you safely home today. And so that will wrap it up for us on a Thursday that felt like a Monday, but tomorrow is Friday. Uh, this is Boyd Matheson, the opinion editor at the Deseret News. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. And as always, as you go out into your world today, see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. Jeff, it's all yours.